Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Bradley Shaw, and tonight on Between the Covers, my guest is Peter Lucas, who has written a wonderful novel, The Last Virus, is available now for all good bookstores and libraries, so please grab a copy after this podcast. Um, just to give you a snapshot too, Peter was born in 1956 and is a fifth-generation Tasmanian growing up in northwest coast of Burnie. He worked as an electrician and puppeteer in children's theatre before studying in New Zealand and teaching and studying at universities in Germany and also Tasmania. He's worked uh, for many years as an English teacher who currently lives with his wife in southern Tasmania on their farm in Franklin. They breed which will shear or one sheep. He has been writing for about 30 years, and The Last Virus is his first published novel. Hello, Peter. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for inviting me, Bradley. Um, yeah, no, it's great having you on the podcast. This is a really great uh sci-fi fiction sort of created book. Please tell everybody uh, what they're going to expect when they get hold of this book. Well, people who've read it already said they couldn't put it down, so I'll have to take their word for it, Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good it's to survival. know because it's not a heavy book. <laughs> no, no, it's a survival story, um, and I think one of the one of the, the, the advantages of a survival story is the reader is one of the survivors you read as if you're a survivor yourself and that's that's yeah. that something i think all readers want to want to want to feel want to experience to, that they've survived absolutely and i think underneath that current is of course the current uh previous situation of the uh, COVID, which is of course you know a theme of any um viral sort of uh, books and uh mm. ep like epidemics in our uh, in our society at the moment so of course they'll have that association through their own experiences to their own personal reflections and of course understanding the characters involvements so this being your first published novel it wasn't actually the, is it the first novel you've written or have you written previously how has your writing cycle I've been got, for a, i've got other manuscripts Bradley, but this is the first one i wrote and i thought given given that we'd had covid and we'd been through all the problems associated with that that i should get that one published as soon as i could while it was still relevant although mm -hmm. um is not something that's transitional i think that's that's a sort of a lasting theme really that sense that humanity's endangered um and that we're not all going to survive i think it's a theme that's been taken up a lot um, and very successfully by a number of authors yeah no i agree um, and it is it is something too that the writing about you're conscious of the social elements and the social impacts and, and influences. Did you did you find that being through the process of COVID uh, an influence into sort of like the emotive of the story and characters? Yes, to some extent, I think Bradley. Although it was always a different kind of virus, I think with COVID appearing in two thousand nineteen. 
it sort of added corn to the mill, really. It just it gave me something to work from. So first there was COVID. We all survived that. We all dealt mm. with it, and we all had we all had stories to tell about our various experiences. But then the next one came, and no one was really prepared for it, and it was something very different. And there was there, there was no corner to turn around. Once the mm. once the last virus came, that was it. Nothing came after that. Yeah. Well, that's right. Now, like you say, it's the, the last virus. The last virus, so yeah. let's let's thankfully hope the COVID is partly part of that process. But um, you know, who knows in this world of modern times? So tell mm. me, what were were there any challenges in writing the story? It's a darker story. There's a lot of somber elements to it. Were there any challenges? And of course, you know, keeping it into the focus of the storyline, plotline, and the characters. Um, no, I think one of the one of the problems with writing, and it was certainly with this one, is is putting is putting enough time in it and getting the discipline right. I think that was one of the things mm. I learned through the process of writing this that a book won't get written on its own, and you've got to put yeah. the time in. You've got to be prepared to put a lot of time in for it to work well. I, it's like anything else, like a musical instrument, I suppose. The more you practice, yeah. the more you're playing gets, and I've I felt that I think with. Um, the last virus. The more I spent on it, the better it seemed to get. In yeah, least good. In, in my mind, anyway. Yeah, of course. And was it a book that you you plotted out and planned and sort of laid out the the sort of events and movements, or was it something you wrote and sort of trusted the instinct of letting the story evolve and write itself? Sometimes, so that authors can do that. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of both in that, Bradley. I think to some extent the characters set their own path but i always had some idea of what the next chapter was going to be and perhaps the end Mm. and what needed to be resolved in between to get it through the chapters to the end um and sometimes i mean you'll you'll know this you're right yourself the characters do things that you don't expect and whether or not that's conscious or unconscious yeah not within our control i don't know but it happens anyway yeah i think i think that's part of it there's that organic writing process where you have to allow the characters and story to sort of shift and you go oh you know as a writer you think oh that's can work i hadn't seen that happening before as i laid out the storyline in my head and of course that evolves um and that's good so were there any main features of the story or things in the story that you were really happy with that you found really you know there was that certain pride you've written something and you think well that's that's actually really good i'm really happy with that the way that came out yes i think um, some of the values of people, the characters in the novel, and the different—I think also the different ways that people reacted to the situation. How there are people who uh, don't want to make decisions in a time where things are so difficult, and they want other people yeah. to make the decisions for them. You have people who lead in the wrong direction, and people who lead in the right direction. And I think that that's reflected now as as much as it ever was there are people like that i think one of the one of the things that interests me with the story was how how different people were um and how their personalities and their experiences uh changed and shaped who they were after and throughout this last virus which shaped everything changed everything completely the cityscape landscape, everything and changed them as well yeah, and I think that's a perspective too that we forget that, like, and we all experience some of it in our own ways through COVID, is that you have that hope and it's a given instinct. Um, and it doesn't matter how bad things sometimes can be, 
there are people and there are those elements of things that hope is created through and and of course getting to past you know the bad um and trying to reform uh the life and that's what you you covered really well in this book is creating mm-hmm. those characters hopes but also giving them you know the functional realities of, of the situation to to hopefully achieve all those things yeah. so for you what's the what's the next step in writing what have you been you know progressing to or, or doing as you, as you say have you written something else recently is this coming up to a uh, another style of book in this genre or something different it is bradley and i think one of the things i did earlier on in the 90s was i moved from one manuscript to another it's a bit like having two or three books on the go at the moment at the same time that you're reading <laughs> and i moved from one to another and, I, and i'd i'd find that i'd need a change so i'd start something different and i'd work on that for a while then start something different again and as a result i've got I've got a lot of manuscripts, um, and one in particular that I've just finished working on. It's, it's. I, I've mentioned this before to you. It's, it's fantasy, but it's not. Um, it's set in a believable world, and nothing really magical or fantastic happens. And again, it's it traces the lives and um, histories and stories of people, uh, but mm-hmm. in a in a real world set in the past. Yeah. Uh, and that's intriguing. Yes, um, I I just feel that I've always read in different genres and enjoyed science fiction, fantasy, historical fiction, and so on. Um, and I like the idea of writing in those until I find mm-hmm. um, a genre that suits my writing best. Good, and that's it. Yeah, enjoy what you're writing is, mm-hmm. is key to writing as well. So, so with that the- you want, so that you, you you're busting to sit down and write again. Yeah, that's right, enjoying it. Um, there's nothing worse than labouring through something you're not wanting to write. Um, and one of the things that's interesting, now normally I ask the question um, to authors, I ask what, what do you hope readers will gain out of your book when they read it and enjoy it? But I'm going to ask a different question, a same theme of that question but a different way. Given the current economics and the situations of our previous COVID and this book's themes, what do you envisage and hope in the legacy of this book 50 years from now or even more that readers will actually see and reflect and understand more of our current situation in history what do you hope that they gain out of that that experience of reading the book in the future that's a that's a tricky question to ask bradley that's a curly one um uh, i think that all of these survival stories regardless of when they're written um, for example, uh, Robinson Crusoe or the John Marsden books or um, anything by John Wyndham, there's the sense that um, together we work through things and we can overcome them. Uh, but when we're on our own, it doesn't work quite so well, that we need mm. people, um, that we need to find people who who share the same ideas, the same dreams, and the same goals, um, and it lightens our load a lot. I think that yeah. the undertone in the book is that of somebody who's been on his own for a long time and finds it's not working. It's okay to yeah. to have survived, but there has to be more than just surviving. And I think that's what a lot of these survival stories um, have have worked through this notion that there's got to be something better. It's not just about getting through, but it's about getting through to a better place, a place that's not like it was, 
but something mm-hmm. that's worth living for and something yeah. that's worth being part of. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that, that's that's that really true. Question, is it? it yeah. does. It does. Well, it's like even the books or, as you say, books or uh, movies or themes that in the future are going to be reflective of certain current issues and certain current situations and times. Uh, and also it's it's important to reflect on our history, whether it be current history, recent history, or even, you know, uh, as you say, like there's a lot of books about the, the world war periods and the depressions and the and the other elements of all those effects in our history that we look back on and learn and understand the cultural difference and impacts now of what those were. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, no, I appreciate that. And, Peter, um, I, like I say, uh, I, I really am... Um, proud of the book for for supporting you and, and being a part of it as well, but also seeing seeing you uh, blossom and get this book out there and have that opportunity to share your story and your talent. Um, so thank you uh, for that and also for joining me tonight again. Well, thanks for, thanks for enabling that as a publisher too, Bradley. It's appreciated. <laughs> You're most welcome. And for everybody listening, um, please do grab a hold of The Last Virus. It is a very well thoughtful, thought out book and very well structured and great story uh, by Peter Lucas. It's available everywhere books are sold. You can order it through your libraries as well. Um, and yeah, just just uh, helping independent authors and independent publishing grow into the market is a really key part of sustaining the future of, of our uh, industries and books. And uh, we appreciate all that help that you do give us. Everybody listening, I do hope that you all stay well uh, and healthy. And until we meet again next time on Between the Covers, um, I'm Bradley Shaw with Peter Lucas, and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Bradley. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.